0: They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the anchor.fm recording platform.
2: Welcome to the next episode of Paddle and Fin. I'm Scott,
1: and I'm Brian.
2: And tonight, Brian, we are doing what we call the year in review show. All right. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about a lot of different topics tonight. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, the year in review from a baits technique perspective, boats, well, what we're looking forward to working on uh, next year. Uh, we're gonna touch on the uh, Yak Angler Choice Awards. Uh, the 2019 tournament planning for the KBL and the KBF fishing shows. We got a lot of announcements. So, uh, yeah, big, man, it's gonna be a jam packed episode, my friend. Big announcements, big, big, big announcements. I love them. I love them. So, Brian, I mean, here we are. It's December. It's not quite the year end yet, and um, you know, the, we started the podcast what back in June. Yeah, I think the Late first May. first
1: episode aired went live i think it was like the very very end of may beginning of june yeah
2: yeah and what's funny is here we are in december we're 18 episodes later yeah this is episode 18 is I that think what i counted yeah. earlier yeah so <clears throat> here we are and uh, um constantly growing the fan base uh as well as i mean just uh the interaction we're getting from our our fans as well or not fans but uh listeners followers yeah. followers yeah um and uh it's it's been a crazy ride man
1: yeah i mean It's funny, man, we've, me and you have had so many conversations recently because there's like so many big things going on behind the scenes that you guys don't necessarily know about. And like, you know, me and you have like, like legit hour, hour and a half phone conversations about, yeah, like, (laughs) like seriously every day, like what's going on and you know how things are just, it's, it's crazy to think. You know, I think we were just, like, two schmoes that liked listening to podcasts. Which and then, we still are. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not denying that. But, <laughs> you know, we liked listening to podcasts. We fell in love with kayak fishing, and we were like, hey, we should do this. And then to see it just kind of transform has just been – it's kind of memorizing, man. It's, like, unbelievable. It's you know pretty humbling. I mean? yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not saying that we're, like, famous or no, anything, right. but, like – it's just crazy to to hear feedback, hear kind words, be part um, of the
2: community, have the community talk to right, us, right, right, talk back, and
1: and that was like our big push. And I know we've mentioned it before was just like growing the community. Like you know, me and you struggled when we got into this, um, so we were like, well, if we could help one guy out, mission accomplished, right, right, right. And it it seems like we're helping a lot of a lot of new guys get into the sport. Um, you know, and I've been thinking about it a lot lately too, you know. It, there are some some bigger names and, you know, we're not trying to compete with those guys. We're just doing our own thing, you know. Right, right. And I think that's what makes us so unique. Um, is we're just two average Joes that relate to a lot of other average Joes. We're not um like we talked about, we had a review on I think it was Apple Podcasts how we're like, you know, we're not jamming advertisements down people's throats were just two guys sitting down talking fishing and kayak fishing and kayaks in general and well,
2: uh, one of the one of the biggest things that um i think about like last spring for instance like when we were looking to get into kayak fishing you know i was fishing shoreline you know what i mean like yeah. not, i didn't even have a boat yeah we, and we talked about doing this and we talked about getting into the kayak fishing scene and all that good stuff and yet. Now, it's like when I think about going fishing, I think about where I'm going to bring my yak. Right. Like it's like a totally different mindset, you know? And I look at where I was a year ago. Totally. And it's it's my whole vision of fishing is completely different than it was a year ago. Well,
1: yeah, if you would have talked to me about everything I got planned for next year, like this spring, I would have laughed in your face. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, like, yeah, that'll never happen, but, <laughs> you know, it's kind of crazy, but, you know, I'm one of those people, like, I jump into something and I kind of go full bore, mm-hmm. and, like, I just, I, I want to put it all in, you sure. Know? sure. and um, it's kind of crazy, you know, um, to see everything come full circle, like, something that we created together, and it's, it's gained some popularity, um, we've got to talk to some really, really cool people
2: learned a lot learned Learned a a lot
1: lot, from some people uh gained a lot of new cool friendships you know yeah i'm not saying you're cool jay i'm just saying friendship's (laughs) cool i'm just kidding but you know it's and it's funny like and that's just it like um christine fisher previous guest wrote an article she was actually up for the yak Angler choice awards for this article and it it went into great depths, and, you know, props to Christine. She just writes these beautiful pieces all the time, like that girl should be writing books, you know, mm-hmm, straight sure. up. But it was, like, talking about how the kayak community is just, like, so generous and um, uh, not necessarily generous, but takes everybody in, treats them like they're their own. Yeah, You know, like, like me and Jay had a conversation, like, you know, we talk maybe once a week on the phone. Sure, and uh, he's like, "Dude, it's funny. Like, we talk like we've known each other since we were kids, right?" And you know, and, and I think that's it. We all have a common ground, which is fishing and kayak fishing, so we all can relate in some respects and share our stories, share our passion for the sport, and uh, it it just really helps grow the whole sport in general sure you know i mean i don't know i'm i'm trying to go a million different directions with that but yeah. it's just like i don't know man i'm just kind of memorized and i it's weird i i would have never thought like this would be what it is you i think know? what's
2: i think what's so fun about it is really the relationships like you had talked about but also i mean just the learning you know like mm-hmm. I, that's what really gets me going is yeah you know i'm 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 a a huge proponent of there's always something to be learned. I don't sure. care how long you've been doing sure. something or whatever. Sure. And with us, especially just jumping in, there's a ton we we had to learn and a, a ton we have yet to learn about kayak fishing. And it's so fun to have these guests on and talk to them. And you know, and that's the other thing too is even the ones that do fishing that like we're really not used to to doing right. Or, sure, or we don't do ourselves right. consistently. Right, um, it's it's such a cool. It makes you want to do it. It makes yeah. you want to try it all. You know. Like we talked about last last year uh, or this year on on a few different podcasts, we talked about baits and techniques, and I think you brought that up sure. in the third or fourth episode where right it was really about like how to expand yourself fishing wise sure and, and go into your non comfort zone right and get yeah. out of your comfort yeah. zone and actually go ahead and, and try some of these new techniques
1: and that's and that came from me listening to the Yak Tactics right. podcast right you know and shout out to those guys man I mean. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, we're not, you know, in competition with those guys. They talk a lot of different subjects compared to us. Sure. But that was something that I I had thought about. And, you know, again, we talked about it before. Like, us as fishermen, we're so set in our ways. And Mm -hmm. we don't expand the variety of baits and techniques and stuff. And when I listened to that podcast, it really got me thinking, like, man, I really need to, like, up my game.
2: Right. Right. Try some new stuff, yeah.
1: And and I did this year, and I I tried to stay true to that. Um, I mean, there was times where I kind of shied away from it, but I was I was fortunate enough that this year I fished a lot of different bodies of water, so I had to change it up, right. you know. Like
2: well, like for the for those that maybe haven't listened before, what what were some of the techniques that you've you've really adopted and kind of now yeah find it in your regular bag of tricks? Right,
1: right. right. So I. Um, i mean my big thing was finesse fishing i've always been a power fisherman um so i focused on drop shotting uh ned rig fishing um good old nedly deadly yeah um and then uh chatterbait was something that i had thrown when it like first came on the market and like i was like this sucks like right it doesn't work i didn't like I it know. you know and then this year i really like got into Double it, down on and, it yeah, dude i slam some no right hogs right hogs yes. both pike largemouth and smallmouth on that chatterbait this year i
2: remember you telling me that you went on your lake and you're like dude i'm using this chatterbait and the northerner just hammer yes this thing. hammering. so, it. so yeah. the next time we yeah. went out the next time we <laughs> went out like i had like seven chatterbaits yeah. like, i never owned one before yeah ever. Right,
1: right right and sure enough it was, dude, this was yeah, the craziest thing yeah. Ever. yeah we slammed some fish that right. day both largemouth <laughs> and pike you for know? sure and that dude that was just so huge like i mean how much more enjoyable was that than throwing what we normally would have no right you know like getting out of your comfort zone throwing something different and then having it be successful right like that's that's huge yep um i don't know i think i kind of relate that to like fly fishing a little bit myself personally um just because you know fly fishing's fresh in my mind i just you know took a trip up uh up to wisconsin with jay we fly fished for some king salmon and brown trout and stuff in one of the lake michigan tribs. but it's like you tie your own flies and you tie variations of like a common pattern and then that like becomes successful and you catch fish on it like that's cool to me it's super cool yeah for sure the first time like that totally happened was when i went out to uh colorado um it was in march and we were nymphing um the colorado river and our good friend Scott Purs was like ah oh, i want you to tie me up these nymphs and uh put a red bead head on it instead of your typical gold head yeah and dude like we had our best day ever on that river yeah. like the colorado river and i caught we call it the house record cuz our friend owns a house in winter park uh not far from the river where we fish and uh, I beat his record, and yeah. I, it, it was like a 28-inch brown, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. it's like, and it was on a fly that I tied, and it, would, it was a different variation. So there was a sense of accomplishment there. Well,
2: something you made from scratch. Right. And it actually got you a fish. You, you know? know, it's cool.
1: And that's the thing. Like, the new techniques, yeah, it's not something I made from scratch, but it's it's getting out of that comfort zone right. and, like, you know, achieving uh, landing good Quality fish on a new, different style that you've never tried right. before. Um, so, I mean, me personally, like the drop shotting thing was huge, you know, um, because I had toyed with it previously, and again, same thing as a chatterbait, never successful. Yeah. And uh, you know, I ju- I was drop shotted on my lake, and uh, there was somewhere else, um, and and I ended up hammering some fish. I think it was the Madison Chain
2: yeah
1: it might have been no i was throwing swim baits up there which which jay Jay turned me on to throwing swim baits um and the whopper plopper that was something i never thrown i mean granted that's new to to fishing but you know whopper plopper up there um yeah yeah, i mean i i threw a lot of different stuff this year which i would have never bought or went to in my tackle box um and pulled out and rigged up and tried actually catching fish on right, it you know right so yeah i mean how about yourself man i know you tried a bunch of different stuff too
2: well yeah i mean i totally agree with you on the on the chatter totally agree with you on the ned rig yeah yeah um i was pounding smallies up in canada on that ned rig on yeah the rock bottom yeah. yeah you know and yeah. that, that was another that's another perfect example where <clears throat> you know I'd, I'd fish the ned rig and i'm like this thing just doesn't work Sure, sure i was so disappointed like I'd, I'd fish it and i'd you know you know how when you're fishing something you're not confident in you're just yeah, not having yeah. a good time you, you know gi- kind of thing
1: you want to give up on it easier you, t- you totally
2: do yeah and i remember fishing it and i'm pulling it through weeds it's just it was just a pain and i'm like this is this is terrible and i remember jay went to the kish yeah and they pounded a bunch of smallies on the net rig and i yeah. said dude what are you what how did yeah. you do it and he said it was all in rock bottom yeah so and not that you have to be on the rock bottom sure for the Ned rig, sure, but, sure, I mean, sure. it's funny. I'm up in Canada. We're we're literally over rock bottom, and I'm I'm driving the boat, so I'm just dropping my Ned rig down. And next thing you know, I'm pulling one up on every every right, every right. drop. You know, so so the Ned rig was one. Um, the chatterbait, obviously. Another thing I did a lot this year that I've never done is on the musky front.
1: So oh yeah 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 throwing
2: yeah. um, the top raider, yeah. uh throwing. Uh, uh giant jackpots uh, yeah
1: you did a a bunch of musky fishing yeah and that's something we haven't really like explored dove into on this i haven't done in the kayak yet dude yeah so
2: that's got to happen
1: well i tossed the one day out of my home lake (laughs) and uh yeah that's a whole nother story i don't know if i want to share that story it might get me in trouble but uh yeah i i mean i had never musky fished and you were like here man here's a rod here's a couple baits i went and actually bought a couple baits and uh yeah it was different man like because i was i remember i was throwing those musky baits and then like it was almost dusk and i'm like skip it i'm just gonna go closer to shore and throw my buzz bait which was like my big go-to but i've fished that buzz bait for years and uh you know, you go from throwing a one ounce double cowgirl or showgirl or whatever right, it's called, right. to throwing a little three eight ounce buzzbait. You're like yeah. lunging that thing. On, on a medium action rod <laughs> yeah, that feels right, like right, it's right. a, a ultra light. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there was a so what happened was I was throwing that double showgirl or whatever, and I got backlash and the thing sank and it was right by the aerator in my lake. Yeah. And lo and behold, I hooked the aerator line, and I I probably pulled that aerator like ten feet up into the water column, and I'm like, yeah, I better not do this. So when they pulled the aerators out this year, I'm sure somebody was pretty happy and found a brand new. Those
2: are twenty five dollar lures. Yeah, they were yeah. like it was like twenty bucks. Yeah,
1: so there you go. So so
2: the so the musky fishing was a big one. So using a lot of those lures. Yeah. Um, and you know it's um. From a, a, a technique perspective, the drop shot as well, dude. Yeah, we yeah. did a we did a guided trip on Delavan. I think I talked a little bit about it. Sure, and uh, that's all we did was drop shot. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, what's nice too is when you go with someone who really knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So then, when things aren't yeah. working, you're not just going, "Am I doing something wrong?" Or is this sure? Am I doing it right? We're just in the wrong place, or what? Sure, sure. So sure. that was kind of reassuring that yeah. you making sure you got it right, you know
1: yeah and i mean that that definitely helps you know especially when you're not catching anything in that technique and you have somebody there that's been super successful with it like it 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 definitely helps you out um you know and i can kind of relate to that somewhat because you know when we took jay up to uh green bay he was like totally out of his element you know Yep. um and that's different so i mean that's another thing i love doing man is just doing the same thing sharing sharing right. techniques and showing people different ways to fish right. um so that was kind of cool to because he showed me how to use that swim bait up on the madison chain and uh that definitely upped my game and i used that in uh, a couple different spots this year so
2: so if we look at last year and we moved to boats <coughs> so obviously i was a new canoe frontier 12 guy you're a, you're yeah. a bonafide 127 ss is that yeah it? oh yeah so um both paddle kayaks
1: sure typically yep
2: um with some options right to do other things with uh, like any kayak but moving into 2019 uh for those that have been listening as well i mean you know we're both talking about pedal kayaks right
1: well let's step that back because i started out in an ascend that's right (laughs) right. and i I always forget about that like it's funny like i started with an ascend kayak and that was like kind of like one of the things that like started this whole podcast because we both were looking at that boat we were and i sprung on it you did and i was i remember like, loading it with you at uh, yeah, Cabela's. yeah at cabelas and i was totally disappointed and uh, you know we read a bunch of reviews and we we're like yeah this boat is pretty sweet man like this should be good and then like i got on it and i was like these guys are a bunch of liars right. i want to track them down and beat my 900 bucks out of them you know but um, and I also had a Pelican sit-in, which I still have that boat. My daughter uses it, but it's good for those quick little trips. What was really
2: funny about that, and what I remember from that time frame, now you mention it, is you bought that Pelican after you bought your Ascend. Yeah, but like you, the you, same week. But the same week, but you used that Pelican, Pelican way more. more yeah, way, way, more.
1: way more than my Ascend, because that Ascend was like so bulky, heavy, trying to get it on top of the car was just a pain unless i had somebody helping me right and, and then you uh, couldn't stand anyway in it. yeah so, couldn't stand and right. fish and you know i like i've said many times on this podcast like i'm i'm huge for sight fishing i love standing in my bonafide i can dance a happy jig in that thing it was, you know it was so
2: funny i gotta tell this story so i remember we're in that one finger on your on, on your lake and i'm in my my frontier 12 and you're in your, the ascend yeah and, yeah and i'm standing up and fishing and you were just looking at me like with this like, I like laser beam eyes. like. I was pissed. So then you stood up, and you're like, I'm going to stand up in this yeah. thing if it kills me, yeah. if I'm going in the drink. But yeah. well, you didn't. You stood I, up. I didn't. Did yeah,
1: no, I didn't. I think the only time <laughs> I almost went in the drink this
2: year. Was on the Bonafide on the Gunnels? Yeah,
1: when I tried standing on the Gunnels. I got that walls. on video.
2: Did we release that? I don't know. I, don't, know.
1: I don't think we should, because yeah, that's pretty embarrassing. Should. It's pretty awesome. But I did it. I stood up. But I almost took a swim. Good thing it was the middle of summer but yeah man it, it, it's crazy to think about it like i i legit went through three boats this year um i mean i still got my bonafide i love my bonafide you still got your pelican too i got my pelican uh, my daughter loves it but i'll probably keep that around as like a spare boat yep. for other people to
2: use i mean i i but, gotta tell you i fished in that pelican dude yeah e- it's, expecting like not to like it at, at all, all. It, it's a decent little it's, sit It worked. For, I mean, you know.
1: For 180 bucks, you can't beat it. No, a can't. buddy of mine just fished Good. out of it um, down on the Des Plaines River when we went out with Jay. And uh, he's like, it wasn't a bad boat, man. He, he did fall in the water, though. He was going up to shore to, you know, relieve some coffee, so to speak, mm-hmm. on shore. And when he went to get out of it, he kind of put his arm in the, in the river. But... Uh, other than that he's like dude this is pretty cool you know it worked it and totally he was worked. like he was definitely interested in kayaks and jay was selling his jacksons because he's getting a, a big rig this year and he was like contemplating it he's like i don't know he's like i want to give it more time next year sure but we i think we got him hooked because he was like just totally blown away with being in a kayak and uh, it's funny i had a conversation the other night um with somebody and it was like being in a kayak gets you, like, more connected to the fish and closer to the water and everything else, and that, that pelican is all that. It you is, know? Cause like cause you're, you're sitting bad. in it. So yeah. you're below the, yeah. the
2: water line when you're sitting in it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's 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 pretty crazy, but, I mean, you know, like I always say, I'm like 6'4", 250 pounds, man, and that little 10-foot pelican, I'll paddle that thing all day long. Oh, and it yeah. tracks. I mean, it goes okay. fast. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. super fast. But you just, you know, I can't stand and fish out of it. But, you know, we had a a listener um, from up in Canada. He has one, uh, I think it was a small pelican. If not, it was a sun dolphin. And, you know, he took it out just for those hour trips after work just to get a few casts. And, you know, like that boat's perfect for that
2: i'm you know what man it's it's so funny you know we always talk about just getting a boat and go you know what yeah, i mean like it right, doesn't right. matter what your budget is doesn't matter just go you yeah because it'll it'll change your life from a fishing perspective without a doubt
1: i mean it's funny you know like we talk about like how the community is like so welcoming to so many people and we just had uh um uh, dusty Yacker on the yeah. other episode yeah. and he was talking about how he was fishing out of a little rinky dink boat like that. Yep. in His first tournament, and he saw all these guys in, like Hobies and Jacksons and this and that. And, you know, nobody cares. They just care that you're there to fish. Right. You know, and look at, you know, the guy's won like what, three boats in two right, years, right, you know? Right. Now he's fishing out of a Hobie PA 12 that he won in a tournament. And I he's mean, got an
2: Outback, and he's, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, and yeah.
1: a Bonafide. And a Bonafide, yeah. Yeah,
2: crazy. So,
1: I mean, that's kind of cool, you know, but, uh I don't know, man. I just, I always tell everybody if if you're like contemplating it, like whether or not to get in the sport, don't go out and spend two grand on a boat. Right. Go buy a little pelican or something. See if you like it. You know, it's 180 bucks. You could turn around, and sell it on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist mm-hmm. or something like that, and then go out and get your good boat. You right. know, right. Um, don't be a bonehead like me, and you know, just. Go buy a
2: boat because you read a bunch of <laughs> stupid reviews online. You know, good old interwebs. But you know, we 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 talked, I think, on a couple episodes ago about minimalizing too, right? Mm-hmm. From the aspect of, uh, I think, from my yeah. new canoe, right? Instead yeah. of putting all the bells and whistles on it. Well, when I went in your 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 pelican, or when you would go into pelican, you bring a bump stick. Yeah, you'd bring a couple, uh, you know, a couple crates of lures, whatever, and then basically you'd, you'd you know. You got your paddle, and you got your net, and that's it, you know? And it's like it it doesn't get more simple than that, and just to get out in the water and catch some fish. Right, right. It doesn't take a lot to get started.
1: Yeah, I mean, I downsized my tackle box when I was fishing out of that pelican a bunch, and, uh, you know, I just had like a little ugly stick bag that had these little plastic tackle boxes in it, you know? Threw a couple baits in there because I knew pretty much what I was going to throw when I was out there. You know, and I had two to three rods with me, and like you said, my bump stick, mm-hmm. and uh, that was perfect. You well, know?
2: And, and that boat has two rod holders in it. Yeah, right behind two the rod
1: holders in the back, perfect. rod holders right behind you, and then yeah. I, I would always have one like up front between yep. my legs as I was paddling. Yep. Um. But yeah, I mean, you don't need three rods. No, right. I mean, I, I'm a bonehead sometimes. I know I'm going out, and I'm only going to toss, like, three different baits, <laughs> right, right. and I'll pull all six rods out and fill up my black pack in the back we of my we got to look like you're serious. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> I get the looks that way, you know. And it's so funny because, you know, I live on that lake, and, you know, even when I was up in Hayward, Wisconsin this summer, you know, and I was paddling past those folks, and the lady's like, that's a pretty sweet rig you got there. I was like, "Oh, thank you." You know, like it's newer style boat. You know, I was in my bonafide, and she's like, "You got cable TV on that thing?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, not yet, but it's actually going to be the dish, so I don't have to run a line out here to right, it." Right, you know, because right. it just it looks different, and, it, and it's funny. Like in the Midwest here, like kayak fishing is gaining popularity. It's not like down south and texas florida or out west in california like you know i think california right now i would bet my money on that like that's the biggest kayak like the Mecca, fishing right. population right sure. now like i was just listening to something on uh, kayak bass nation on facebook the other night and they were talking about all these new tournament uh schedules and stuff coming out and the uh Yaka bass guys out there they say every tournament they usually have like i think it's like a minimum of 130 to 200 guys every tournament like that's crazy man that is crazy you know whereas you know in the in the central division you know i think so they struggle 20, 30, 50, struggle to something. get 100 in yeah. the in the trail division but i don't know i mean i don't know that stat 100% but i just know the guys out in california they're killing it as right. far as like guys signing up for tournaments boats everywhere sure. you know um so i mean that's cool to see and it it's cool because every year out here it's getting bigger and bigger so um just by talking to the guys at our paddle shop you know they're they're talking about it you know yeah yeah they're, they're kind of out of their element because they're more paddle orientated and they don't know a
2: whole lot about fishing which we'll get into later but um so if we were you know we, we talked a lot about this year and kind of like you know where we've come from from a boat perspective baits techniques all that stuff where do you see it going next year we've made some anu- i mean you've made some announcements here yeah in the last few episode. yeah well i guess where do you see yours techniques what what, what techniques you're looking forward to um, boats all that kind of good stuff
1: i'm i'm definitely going to get back into throwing more crankbaits i've decided um That's something I used to throw a lot of, and I've kind of fallen away from that, crankbaits, football jigs I used to be big on. I threw some football jigs this year, Um, not very much, though, Um, and swimbaits. So I'm going to do swimbaits, crankbaits, and more uh, uh, football jigs and stuff like that. You know
2: what's funny is we're both going to be in the same boat, I have a feeling, if I was to put on my Nostradamus hat. Yeah. That... We're going to be wanting to go back to the chatter bait like yeah. as soon oh, as things yeah. get a little oh, right. slow. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Now it's our go-to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure,
1: for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know, obviously different times of year are going to call for different styles sure. of baits, sure. you know. But I, I really, like I was thinking about it, you know, because we had talked previously about what, you know, talking about this topic earlier in the week and uh, you know, I think definitely crankbaits. I've already yeah. started to
2: accumulate some uh, newer cranks. Well, even that newer swim bait you got's pretty like I've never used anything like that. That jointed. It's like a hard Yeah, bait,
1: yeah, yeah, big right? big jointed hard swim yeah. bait. Yeah. So, I'm excited to throw that, Be man. curious. Yeah. When something landing on that's going to be a blast. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure. Um yeah, throwing s- not only the hard swim baits but the soft swim baits. I want to Use those underspins. Um, I hear a lot of good things about them. I've never, I've never used an underspin, one either. No, nope. but um, you know, I think it's a
2: must-have nowadays.
1: Yep.
2: Um, what about but, boats? Where do you see yourself?
1: Man, I'm I'm on the fence, man, between two. Okay, whatever. And, I mean? I, and I'm waiting to see one, and that's why I'm on the fence. Okay, what are you? What are you looking so, at? So I think I know, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm going back and forth between the Old Town Predator. Um, pdl pdl um i definitely am going pedal drive um just for tournament fishing i'm still going to be in my bonafide sure you know for certain certain things but as far as tournament fishing goes i mean the pedal dr- the pedal drives a necessity and um you know i'm not a guy to put a torpedo or anything on my boat so i'm not doing that sorry bonafide but you need to come out with a damn pedal drive already yeah right but um yeah old town predator pdl which i demoed when i demoed my bonafide Mm -hmm. and then uh the other one is the new jackson big rig Mm -hmm. hdfd so Hmm. yeah that's we'll have to see how it works out i'm sure that a lot of that hdfd comes from my man jay you know (laughs) talking it up to me but i mean it's unique you know um you know, I say I'm not a guy that's not going to put a Torquedo or anything on my boat, but, you know, Jackson is coming out with that, uh, I forget what That the, drive attachment. The, the drive attachment to right. turn it into an electric motor, which is, you know, that's kind of cool. It's compact. It's not like what you did this year with a trolling motor on the back of your new canoe. I think, like, me personally on that setup, mm-hmm. like, I would just get frustrated right, with it. Right, right. You know, it's a lot of setup. A lot of weight things it like is. that. It is. Um, but I mean, it was nice when we fished the Fox River. I love <laughs> that because I got a free ride upstream. I'm never gonna forget about the that. Tow rope. But, yeah,
2: but uh, you're I right mean, though. You're exactly right. It, it's a it, lot of hassles.
1: It it was a lot of hassles. I saw you struggle For with sure. it when you were using it. You know. For so sure. I think like something like that where it's a built-in unit like that, which we've talked about. There's a few different boats out yep. there, like the the Feel Free. Um, Jackson's coming out with it for the Wilderness Big Rig. has the Helix. Wilderness has the Helix. Mm-hmm. And then Old Town actually has a deal with Minn Kota, They the do. The Minn Kota thing. And I don't know much about that, and that's not why I'm thinking the Predator. No, right. Like, my whole thoughts behind the Predator is, is that thing when I got in it, when I went to the demo days is like i started that thing has got so much torque yeah. dude i took off like a it's bad 10, three to one i think is the yeah and bonkers. yeah in my our man travis over at rocktown man he was like dude you like got in that thing and took off like a rocket i've right. never seen anybody take <laughs> off in that thing like that and i'm like well i just got in and started pedaling you know right but uh yeah it was crazy um it, it's a super stable boat. Um it, it doesn't come rigged up with any, like, uh, track options, rail options, um, things like that. But I think that's kind of cool in a respect as well because you can, I mean, I don't use all the rail systems on my Bonafide. No. You know, and so. And things
2: go right where they normally go. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. right. You always slide it yeah. to the same spot because Ex- that's where you like exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just less stuff on your boat that you don't have to deal with. Um, Another thing I thought about, too, on that, because uh, I've been looking at the Predator as well, Yep. is if you really think about it. And um, you could actually replace those those plates. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. if you did yeah. something where either you wanted something swappable or you put something in the wrong space, and you need it's like a redo yeah. button that's sure. easily pressed. Sure. Right. Well, I was even
1: thinking too. I was looking at those those plastic brackets up on the side, like just in front of the seat on the sides yeah. on the gunnel walls. Um, you know, I know a couple metal machinist CNC machinist guys where it's like I can have that plastic piece mm-hmm. replaced with some CNC aluminum, right? With a slot for gear track. No, right? It, you know right. what I mean, right? Or you could just attach a, a simple, you know, aftermarket it's configurable traxis. It's configurable. It, it totally is, and yeah. every boat is, you know. But right. um, yeah, so I'm I'm kind of on the fence between those two. Um, yeah. I don't know. We've had so many conversations we about have. boats, man. We have. I mean,
2: I think um, from my perspective, yeah,
1: you're you're looking at the PDL, like you said.
2: I am, I, and I, I was looking at uh, the native and the you know the the uh, what is that the Slayer thirteen uh, pedal yeah. pedal drive, and then the um, the Wilderness radar, right? The radar, yeah, yeah, and. <clears throat> the more and more, and again, the wilderness has that electric option as well.
1: Sure, sure.
2: But I got to tell you, man, you know, I've kind of already, I've got already got the trolling motor, right? You know, right. I've already got the, um, the stuff to do it, and the pedal drive, I think, is what it all boils down to. Sure, is how reliable, uh, maintenance, all those things. So anyway, those are the the three that I guess I'm kind of looking at, but I'm, I'm favoring the PDL as well.
1: Right, right. I mean, it's a sweet rig. I mean, it it hasn't gained a ton of popularity, I don't think. I mean, you're seeing more and more of them, mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's really hit home. I mean, Old Town, let's face it, was mostly a canoe company. I mean, they right. still are. Um, they've They've had some kayaks out for a while, but I think that PDL drive system
2: gets overlooked a lot. Yeah.
1: But I'm telling you, man, like,
2: it took off. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, what's funny is um, there's other makes out there that we don't talk a lot about, like Feel Free.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, yeah.
2: And a lot of times, it has nothing to do with. Um, it has nothing to do with the fact that we're against those brands or anything. Yeah. It has more to do with. The fact that what we have access to, right, right, versus right. you know, and sure, it, it's like why would you even think of buying a Ferrari unless you had the money or the means to get it? Sure, right? sure, sure. So, um, you know, if I'm looking at a feel free, like you know, I, I'd need to have a kayak shop local that carries it.
1: And it and it's funny, like you know. When you think about it, like some boats are like so regional, right? Like for sure. Like Feel Free is super popular out in California. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. like like the guys from Yak Tactics. Both those guys have Feel Free yep, lures. Sure, um, it's supposedly great boats. You know, you get down a uh, Kentucky, Tennessee area. A lot of Jackson boats. A lot Vi- of Bonafide Vibe
2: is another one that's yeah. like a coastal, yeah. Yeah, a yeah, coastal yeah. presence, yeah, yeah,
1: right? Yeah, um, you know. And well, like ocean kayak, you don't hear much about them. Right, three waters, but but Rocktown, uh, you know, out here by us, they carry ocean kayaks. Only a couple models, sure. But you know, that's not something that a lot of guys go to. Like out here, you hear, Hobie Jackson, new canoe, and uh, uh, Hobie Jackson new canoe bonafide, bonafide you know, some uh, wilderness and native wilderness and there. native. Yeah. Right. And, and, uh, yep. Uh, the old town. You right. Know? Right. Like, well, I remember when, you know, cause Gander mountain went out of business, Gander outdoors opened, opened up. back up and, uh, there's a, a store not too far from my house. And I went there and I was like, dude, I called you, remember? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "They got feel freeze Here, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm checking them out. And you're like, "Well, what do they look like?" And I'm like, "Dude, you're gonna have to come out here. We're just gonna have to make a trip of it." Yeah, you know? yeah. So that was kind of cool, you know, like having that outlet to to see sure. that boat because it's, I think there's a dealer, but it's like in Indiana or something, right. which right, is right, right. not
2: that bad. It's
1: but. like an hour. No, it's more than an hour. It's like a two hour drive from yeah. where we're sure. at. You know, sure. here in Northern Illinois, but. Um, it's not a popular boat in
2: the Midwest, I don't think. And, again, know? I just don't want our, our listeners to think that we're sure. siding cer- with certain boats. Well, but it's what's available, you know. And that's
1: like uh, when we when we were talking about boats a couple episodes ago, I know we got a, a comment uh, on a Facebook post, you know, after we, we released the It was about the, was about this the radar. radar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know that that's a boat that's not necessarily readily available to us. We got to travel, you know, two hours north for to go sure. see that boat. You know, um, but you know, so it's not like a matter. And I'm sure a lot of people um, all across the country have the same issues we have. Oh, for sure. You know, they'd want to see certain kind of boats, but maybe they don't they, have access they, to Newfoundland or bona or whatever. Yeah, right, right, right. right. So, I mean, that's, that's the thing too, you know? So, um, yeah, I agree with where you were going with that. Cause I think there's a lot of misconception in that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like we don't talk about Hobie that much. And I mean, let's face it. Yeah. You can consider Hobie like the king of boats. Sure. But me personally, my own personal opinion, um, I think there's a lot of great boats out there that are just as good, right? For less money. Right. You know what I mean? And we're catering to, you know, a lot of new kayak anglers. Don't get me wrong. We got a lot of, like, seasonal guys sure. that listen to this, you sure. know. Sure, sure. Um, that are fishing out of Hobies. But, you know, not everybody's going to go drop, you know, 4,200 bones. 1, 3,800
2: bones, whatever it is.
1: Whatever it yeah. is. I mean, it all varies, you know? A lot of money. I mean, I've seen that Hobie up close and personal. Yeah, it's, it's kind of impressive. Yeah. 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 But, you know, if I'm going to spend 4,200 bucks, I'm going to go buy a new bass boat right, you know what i mean right, like right. you know i spent uh, you know what's my bona fide was like 1600 bucks you right. know so right. i mean you know a little less than two grand mm-hmm. um you know don't get me wrong it's not a money thing with me it's just you know i i feel like if you're going to spend that kind of coin i can get a nice used bass boat and co-fish bass circuits with that you well know? And you know the,
2: the reality of it too is any of the boats you buy you're going to wind up customizing it to some extent to suit your needs. Sure. To do what you want it to do. I mean, And when you really think about it, at the end of the day, if we go back to the pelican, Ooh. you need a bump stick, a yeah. net,
1: a right. few rods, right. and right, some right. tackle. That, right. That's really what you need. And it's kind know? of funny. like, And I think that was one thing I was trying to get at was, you know, we're so acceptable of, like, kayak fishermen. But let's face it, there's all these – groups or cliques in the kayak community you got the hokey guys the new canoe guys the bonafide guys i mean i give jay a hard time all the time you know Mm -hmm. hey buddy you want to try out my bonafide he (laughs) won't do it because he's a jackson guy and i get it i get it you know but uh it
2: doesn't mean that we think any less of each other you know what i mean but uh he just doesn't want photo evidence of him in a a bonafide it's gonna happen (laughs) get him drunk one night and just drag them out into the confuse them with color
1: <laughs> but uh yeah I mean it it's gonna be an interesting year man I mean there's a lot happening uh there's a lot of talk about changes in the kbf tournament series uh you know tournaments in general uh things like that so I mean I'm really looking forward to 2019 it's 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 gonna be super exciting and um uh, Man, it's, it's just going to be a fun ride, I think, for sure.
2: So um, I guess one the next thing to kind of talk about from uh, this past year is the Yak Angler Choice Awards.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, for those that don't know, um, there is a Yak Angler Choice Awards that, um, you know, certain uh, subjects, so to speak um, – People are nominated by people in the industry or just regular average Joe people. And, um, you know, like Angler of the Year, uh, like I said, Christine Fisher was up for uh, an article she wrote, YouTube Video of the Year, um, things like that. And um, so Angler of the Year, um, if you guys um, are not familiar with the story, um, a woman died this year. Uh, fishing, I heard about that fishing down in uh, uh, what was that, Toledo Bend, right? And uh, her name was uh, why am I drawing a blank? Rebecca Golden, and uh, she was nominated and um, she actually won the 2018 uh, Angler's Choice Awards. A lot of people, um, you know, nominated her because she enlightened the mood. I mean, I didn't know her. I never met her personally. Um, but, uh, she was just super passionate about kayak fishing and, um, fishing in general. And, you know, she brought a smile to a lot of people's faces from everything I've read. And, uh, people were just, you know, hit deeply by the loss of her. And, I mean, let's face it, any time we lose a good person, I mean, it it always hits home. Um, So Rebecca Golden took first for that. Um, Second person that was nominated, or that took, uh, I'm sorry, the person that took second place was Robert Field. A lot of guys know him from uh, YouTube videos, things like that, Fish of Saltwater, and then third place was Russell Johnson. Don't know much about Russ, but congrats to all three of those.
2: Didn't they have other categories too, like boats? Yeah, so what do we got there?
1: Let me name off all the categories. Paddle of the Year, Magazine of the Year, Product of the Year, Location of the Year, the Kayak of the Year, Forum of the Year, Employer of the Year, Retailer of the Year, YouTube Video of the Year. So what was the Kayak of the Year? Blog, vlog, and photo of the year. Uh, Kayak of the year was actually the Bonafide SS-127. You just puffed
2: your chest out when you said that. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) Cool hand blue coming at you.
1: Yeah, yeah, Bonafide took first. Um, Second, which this seems kind of weird to me, and I saw a comment about this uh, earlier. Second place was the 2019 Hobie Outback. Okay. So how does a 2019 boat win the 2018? Well, I
2: think because it came out this summer, almost maybe like Cars. Oh, okay. You know how the uh, next year's models yeah. come out the year prior?
1: That's goofy to me, but...
2: Uh, that out, Dusty was talking about that outback.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And third place is was a Vibe, Mab- uh, Vibe Maverick 120. Really? Yeah, so Vibe took third place.
2: I don't think I've ever seen a vibe like live and in person. I'd, I I'd love I haven't to see either. One.
1: And that, that goes back I don't I don't even know where you could see a vibe no, around here. I don't either. You know? But uh, <clears throat> it, it's a boat that's what was not. product of the year? Uh product of the year was the Yak Attack Omega Rod holder. Really? Second place was uh the low profile kayak anchored anchor wizard, which we talked about yep, earlier. Yep third place was the action hat which i believe is a hat for gopros and stuff i think it's built in or something yeah like that. it f- looks pretty cool yeah, man i've i haven't i'm not familiar with that but uh i totally
2: want one of those
1: our friends at savior outdoors went to the second round for product of the year for the retrieval yeah, yeah for the uh, retrieval that's, device so, That's essential dude yeah and uh you know me and Corey talked about that and he was super stoked like it, it wasn't something he expected you know, and then I remember talking to him that, that week that the second round of judging was going on yeah. and he's like, let's wait, let's wait. You know, while well, we had Thanksgiving going on, but he's like, man, we're crossing our fingers over here. And I was rooting for him. I mean, I voted for it. I mean, I think that oh, without a doubt. that retrieval device yeah. is so key.
2: I was so, so bummed I missed that episode. So yeah, <laughs> that's right, man. you were dealing
1: with some stuff. It's all good. It's all good. But what, what uh, else
2: we got on there? Paddle. Who's Paddle? Uh, Benning
1: Branches. Yep. Yeah. You got it. Benning Branches Angler Pro. Um, second place was the Werner Shauna, mm-hmm. which that's the paddle I have. And then third place was the Benning Branches Angler Ace. You have a Werner? Yeah. You have I didn't Werner. Know that. Yeah, a Warner. Yeah.
2: I thought you had a bending branches, don't you? No, no, no. I got Werner. Oh, you got that? That's that's the real light one you got. Yeah, Jay gotcha.
1: Jay's got a bending branches. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. No, I got a Werner. Um, love that it. paddle's super light. I dude. love my Werner. What Actually, they got a lighter one. So amazing. I saw it the other day. It's sexy. Um, what what else looks good on there? That's good to chicken pick.
1: Uh, forum of the year was kayak bass fishing. Second place was a uh, Yak tribe. So, oh, that's yeah, cool. Shout out to Yak tribe. And then third was KayakAnglers.com. I just joined that forum. Uh, I haven't posted too much. I posted the podcast on there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I need to interact with that a little bit more. Uh, Cool. Blog slash vlog of the year. Went to Robert Field, his YouTube channel. Second place was uh, good old Chad Hoover, kayak, bass, and mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. And then third place is somebody I've been watching a ton of, uh, which is Greg Blanchard. Okay. His YouTube stuff. Interesting. I dig his stuff. He's he's really good. Yeah. I like him. Okay. You know, he's uh, he's one of my inspirations for next year for sure. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I, I dig his stuff. You know, I believe Greg is from New York area, but he's been fishing a bunch in California and stuff. I just saw him wrap up um he's got his own little like crew of guys that you know they all fish together and like when they're pre-fishing they have their own separate little tournament okay and they have a trophy for each tournament they go I to see. and the the trophy's a coors light can i got gotcha. you know, with like a lure glue <laughs> right, to it or right, something right it's just something that they do amongst friends um video of the year was the kbf national 2018 recap um, second place was a giant black Marlin, um, landed, uh, unassisted from a kayak at Los Busos, Panama. Could
2: you imagine that? The,
1: the guys at, um uh, Yak Tactics just had that guy on. Unbelievable. Talking about it. I mean, I'm, I'm not big into going out of the country other than like maybe Canada, but. Right. I mean, this guy was talking about like nailing huge saltwater fish out of a kayak. Well, and I'm like, <clears throat> that's crazy. Like they have to call in a boat from to come in or out just in case something happens. Yeah, right. I mean, right. I, I, can you
2: imagine that? No. I mean, so my my brother in law does a lot of saltwater fishing down in the in the Gulf. And, right, uh, right. 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 They see the, he's always sending me pictures of guys kayak fishing the flats and stuff. Well, New Canoe had had a video. Of a guy out in the frontier literally hooking up with an amberjack out. And yeah, it was like, Yeah, yeah we've talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then my brother in law always jokes, Hey, don't, me, me and Dan will take you out. Yeah. Well, we'll take you out. We'll yeah. drop you out. Yeah, we'll drop you. Oh, yeah. I, I'll yeah. never see him again. Yeah, that's right, right. yeah no but thanks.
1: <laughs> well, that's like, I, I, um, I've seen this video before, but I just saw it again recently that Robert Field has a video. And, like, the whole time I'm watching it, you know, like, we always preach safety. Sure. Right? And he has this video, and he's like, you know, mistake number one, going out in the ocean by myself. Right, 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 right. Mistake number two, fishing for sharks by myself. Right, right, right. He right. ends up hooking into, I think it was a big nurse shark or something, almost gets his arm bitten off. He's fighting this thing for hours, getting drift away in the current, you know, and that was, like, another mistake. right. And, then he ends up getting knocked out of his kayak, and that was another mistake. He's never practiced getting into his kayak before, right. which I'll be the first to admit I've never no, practiced never done that. either. Yeah. You know, so that got me thinking. Like you know, next year I need to probably Work do that. At, yeah, but uh, you know, so um, yeah, I've seen that video before, and that's kind of one of Robert Field's big big things. Right. You know, but right. he does all kinds of stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, so low uh, location of the year was uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this, Susquehanna River. I'm not even sure where that is. Uh, Lake Chickamauga, uh, that's down in Tennessee, I believe. And then uh, Kentucky Lake was number three. Okay. So, and Kentucky Lake was where they held the
2: uh, KBF KBF
1: Championship
2: yeah. Nationals, I believe, this year. So, speaking of KBF, um, what about the 2019 tournament planning? Oh, boy. Where, 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 where are you at with that? Um, yeah, so... The schedules came out, right? Uh,
1: pretty much all the schedules that... Um, Except the KBL? KBL is the only one that's still not out. Okay. Um, but I, they released some dates, so um, nothing's really conflicting with the KBF schedule. So, you know, my plan... Uh, I'm writing a blog article, and I, I mentioned this in the, the Savior Outdoors, but I'm kind of waiting for that KBL schedule to come out. And sure. Uh, I'm definitely fishing KBF uh, Central Trail Series this year. Um, KBF changed it up a little bit this year. So typically, Trail Series events, it's a $75 buy-in. Um, you can get an additional pro membership for 200 bucks, and then – at every tournament I believe you pay an extra 200 or 250 and you can fish the pro side and you're still paying your $75 entry fee so you're still um paying to fish both sides and you can cash a check in both um it's just for the guys that want to up the ante a little bit basically mm-hmm. um so I'm kind of contemplating that mm-hmm. you know uh the bigger payoffs would be nicer but then I believe it's uh, top two from every trail series event that fishes as a pro gets invited to the pro series tournament or something mm-hmm. at the end of the year or something like that. I'm not, you know, they're still releasing details about that. Um, it's not a hundred percent clear to me, but it, you know, it's something I'm considering. Is fishing the pro
2: side as well? So from I mean, a KBF perspective, what lake are you looking forward to most? oh man it's so good um i'm i'm really looking forward to the whole schedule and uh we is all of it water you haven't been on before
1: uh most of it so madison chain is in there that's okay which i'm really looking forward to that because i had a lot of fun fishing with jay
2: up there you know that's an hour away from home St. Clair is on so there too, right? Lake St. Clair's on that's there. Gonna, never... that's, a, that's a bucket list one for yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, I've never fished St. Clair. But, uh, yeah, so it starts out end of April. Uh, we start in Big Hill, Kansas, which I started looking up that lake, looking at, you know, uh, topo maps, looking at uh, satellite images. And uh, I'm kind of excited about that one because it, you know, I always talk about tree, stru- like sunken tree sure, structure. Sure, sure. And this has got a lot of that. It's got a lot of
2: that. A lot of
1: it. So um, I'm super excited about that. And then from there, we go to um, end of May. That's the Lake St. Clair. Then it goes to the Madison Chain. And then from Madison, we go to the Mississippi River out in Iowa, McGregor, Iowa, which is kind of by La Crosse, Wisconsin. I've never fished that certain pool area of the Mississippi. I've always fished a little further north for walleye up by Red Wing. And then uh, from there we go to Mark Twain, Missouri, which I've heard a lot of guys complaining about. Uh, Not a lot of big fish in there, supposedly. I don't don't know too much about that lake. And then the championships on uh, Table Rock Lake in Missouri, which that's kind of been a bucket list lake for myself as well. So, I mean kind of spread all over the place and I've been putting together spreadsheets figuring out you know the distance to and from each tournament what kind of money I need for gas entry fees camping with the trailer um, food money things like that so I'll definitely break that all down in the blog and give you guys some shots of uh, you know how I'm breaking everything down and just kind of figuring my costs for next year and you know, how I'm, I'm, I'm going about that. So, and then, uh, yeah, KBL series. Um, and then I'm also thinking uh, there's a series in Iowa as well, and there's a series in Michigan, and there's another series in Wisconsin. So three surrounding states that I'm considering maybe f- hitting a couple trail series on there. Um, I know, I believe it was the Iowa one. Um, if you fish, like, uh, what they do is I think there's five stops on their normal trail, and they'll take your best three tournaments to figure out your angler of the year points. So if you miss two of them, which I know two would conflict with uh, KBF and KBL schedules, um, but I could fish the other three and still have a contention so to speak, for the uh, championship at the end of the season. So, um, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting, man. Like finding all these smaller club leagues and and things like that. I mean, I could legit stand road from you know end of April till end of September, even further, you know, if I wanted to, and I wanted to get divorced or something, but you know. I don't think that's a, a good an option. plan. No, yeah. it's not a good plan. Yeah, my wife would kick my rear end. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be an interesting year, man. I mean, it's kind of scattered all over. Some new bodies of water, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be a learning experience, and uh, that's what it's all about, man. I'm just looking forward to that sharing be it, awesome. yeah. sharing it with everybody, and you know, and not only that, you know, there's a ton of online tournaments, you know, sure. So I mean there's all kinds of fishing and tournament type stuff going on for next year. And speaking
2: of next year, um we're gonna be at some fishing shows, my friend. Oh yeah. Aren't we? Yeah, we are. So
1: um well that kind of ties in with the next thing too. Yeah, why
2: don't you go ahead and just so um forward on through that.
1: Yeah, we you know, we've kinda kinda mentioned that we're We're working on something, and and also, you know, I released a video on our uh, Instagram pages. Um, So there's a normal paddle and fin Instagram page, and then I started my own page, and I put a video out there um, in regards to, you know, Obviously, the podcast, we're not breaking up or anything, right? Right. We're, we're still good? Yep, we're All still right, good. good. <laughs> um, you know, I just wanted to separate my own personal stuff from the podcast stuff sure. because I'm picking up sponsors and stuff for next year, so I didn't want the two to conflict. Yep. Um, but me and Scott have been talking uh, with our local paddle shop here, Rocktown Adventures, and uh, they're partnering up with the podcast here, guys. So, That's super um, cool. We're sharing their booth with them um, for some some upcoming fishing shows um, in Illinois. We'll be at the Schaumburg show, um, which is January twenty fourth through the twenty seventh. Um, so we'll be at that fishing show. I know I'll be there for sure um, Thursday, Friday. But then I may be leaving Friday evening. And heading down to the Lexington, Kentucky show um, to be in the booth with the uh, Elysian Rods. But you'll be there over the weekend. So those in Chicago will be stuck with me. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> I'm Just kidding. So yeah, I gotta. I I'm gonna try hitting the Lexington show and same thing. Perfect. I'm, sh- I'm sharing the booth with them. Yep. So not only am I promoting the the rod company that. Uh, decided to sponsor me for this year um but i'll be also promoting the podcast as well yeah so uh we'll be in two states in january and then uh beginning of february if you're in southern wisconsin or northern illinois we'll be at the rockford boat show in the uh rocktown booth and then uh we'll be at the madison fishing show at the end of february which is in central wisconsin should be awesome, so, dude. I know, it, I know. We got a few listeners up there that are planning on coming out.
2: Well, we uh, do, and we've even got some down in in the Kentucky area as well. Yeah. So, that Todd we... Phillips, Todd Phillips, <laughs> you better show up at that Kentucky show.
1: I'm going to send you the dates, and me and you, my friend, I'm going to take you to dinner. You better show up. So.
2: Yeah, but uh, f- by all means, for all our listeners, if you guys are going to any of these shows, I mean, please stop by and say hello. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'd love to meet you face-to-face yeah. and say thank you for listening and all that yeah. good stuff. Yeah, talk, talk fishing, talk kayaks, yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure.
1: Because, I mean, I know at least up in the northern shows, we're going to be in a kayak booth. Yeah. So, you know, we got some some boats that are going to be in the booth, and uh, we're helping the boys at Rocktown out, uh, you know, for fishing-related kayaks yeah, yeah, and stuff. for so, sure. It's going to be a ton of fun. I'm looking forward to Can't it. Wait. I mean, you know, we love talking fishing as mm-hmm. it is, you mm-hmm. know, but uh, you know, we're going to be talking with folks face to face, which is going to be super cool, and you know, we'd love to meet all you guys. So you definitely got to come out.
2: I know. Well, and then on top of it too, I mean, um, you know, with everything we do on the on the paddle and fin podcast, obviously anything sponsor related or, or, or even in conjunction, we like to make it, you know for our listeners. So uh, they're actually going to be running a promo. Yeah,
1: yeah. So um, Rocktown is currently getting their website up and running. So you guys that aren't locally here, this is going to benefit you as well. Um, You know, one thing that me and Scott talked a ton about when this whole deal came up is we figured a kayak shop would be the least infringing where we could still talk about all the topics and things that we want to talk about. Not only that, but it's going to give us access to, you know, demoing some boats, things of that nature, so we can put more info out there. But um, Rocktown is going to offer uh, you guys, the listeners, uh, a promo code, which is going to be Paddle and fin. It's not live yet. Um, They're working out some kinks with the website. So if you're out of state, uh, kayak accessories, kayak gear, PFDs, uh, clothing, things like that. we believe the discount's going to be 15% off. Um, If you're locally and you go into the shop, just mention Paddle and fin, you'll get the discount in the store. So, you know, not only is it benefiting us uh, to create more content for you guys, but it's also benefiting you guys when you need some gear. You know, yeah, you can't run down the street necessarily if you live out of state, but however, if you can wait a couple days, you know, and it's, a, get the, great, get it's that a great discount. They got everything, man. I mean, it's that, an awesome place. That was the big thing. Like, We didn't want it to benefit us. We wanted it to benefit you guys, the right. listener. And right. we thought, what better way than to have a, a paddle shop that carries all the stuff you guys are going to need, uh, so to speak, yeah, sure. to, to benefit you. So as soon as like the, the promo code and everything's live, we'll let you guys know. 100 percent but it's coming they're working out the kinks it
2: should hopefully be within the next week yep or so
1: so well and um,
2: regardless man i mean come see us at these shows yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. we can talk fishing kayaks talk fishing we can meet you face to face and all that good stuff
1: yeah and if you guys ever have questions like the guys at rocktown are are super knowledgeable they are um you know my man travis kevin Kevin, and rick um those guys are awesome. Anytime I've had a question, if they don't have the answer, they will find that answer out, even if it means calling the manufacturer or what have you. So, um, yeah, yeah. Super.
2: Well, I, I bought my new canoe from those guys. Yeah, and yep. and uh, I bought I, my bonafide from them. And I had an issue with my seat, and they literally had it airdropped to me. I didn't even have to call new canoe. They, they took care of it yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, customer service is key. Yeah,
1: it's 100% awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, if you guys haven't heard of them or checked them out, uh, their website's rocktownadventures.com. You can see pictures of the store, the brands they carry. Um, they even have some boats on closeout, right? O- old demos oh, yeah, for sale, for sure. stuff like that. So if you're looking for a new boat for next year, I know um, the other night when I was in there, there's some uh, a few boats on sale. Yeah, with, oh yeah, uh, without a doubt. A perception, uh I forget what it was at. I want to say fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah, with a pedal drive in it. That's the pilot. Yeah. Um, yep. You know they got a, a deal with the new canoe Flint, mm-hmm. uh, where it's got like an accessories package. Um, they got um, they got a bunch of stuff. they got yeah, a, they got of a ton of yeah. stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, check them out, guys. I think you'll be super impressed. And like I said, we wanted this to be beneficial not only for us but for you guys, right. the listeners. Um. So, yeah, I mean, that's our big announcement, you know. Yeah, no, that's
2: huge. And like I said, um, uh, well, you know, these shows, if you guys are going to these shows anyway, please do stop by. We'd love yeah, to see you. Yeah,
1: and if you didn't get stickers, we're going to have some stickers. We'll have plenty booth. of stickers, yeah. my friends. Oh, yeah, yep.
2: yeah. Yep. Tad up them boats. Well, we're, we're at the end of another one, man. It goes quick. Yeah. So uh, maybe you want to take us out with some announcements.
1: Yeah, so um, me personally, I'm teaming up with uh, Logix Bates, Logix uh, crankbaits, topwater baits, topwater frogs, jigs, things like that. Uh, use promo code Slydog fifteen, save fifteen percent. That's S L Y D O G one five. Savior from last episode, Corey was generous enough to offer up ten percent off on the retrieval device. If you guys missed that episode, you're gonna want go to go to. You're gonna want to go listen to it. Um, this is the device we were talking about that made it to the second round in the Kayak Angler's Choice Awards. Corey offered 10% off all of his merchandise. Just use promo code PADDLE and FIN. Um, you know, we told you about Rocktown, and then um, check out Elysian Fishing, E-L-Y-S-I-A-N. Um, that's a rod company I've been sponsored by, and they've been running all kinds of promo uh, promo codes during uh this christmas season if you're looking for awesome custom rods um definitely go check them out they got some gear uh things like that so um and then also we renewed the paddle and fin swag promo code yes we did promo code paddle save 10% off um i just got a hoodie I'm dude that hoodie it. is awesome i'm loving it i'm like I'm totally it. jealous yeah, i know you my are. daughter
2: wants one and... yeah. yeah um i just got <laughs> uh,
1: well i just ordered that hoodie and uh i have every color of t-shirt they offer and they're all cool looking yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. uh t-shirts hoodies um, coffee mugs coffee mugs phone cases things like that um we appreciate your guys' support that's uh one way you can support us, the podcast, yeah, so, awesome. Um, that's paddleandfin. That's where you can find the blogs, the Instagram feeds, all that good stuff. So,
2: man, that's it, man. That's well, another one in the books. Jeez, year in review. That's awesome. <laughs> well, we covered a lot of ground there, we my man. We did. So, ton.
1: Um,
2: ton. Definitely good.
1: Definitely good. We got some more guests coming up before the end of the year. So, yep. it should be good stuff. Yeah, yeah. All we'll right. be cranking them out. So, till next time tight lines and smooth paddling.